This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. Hey, we're trying something new with the set. I hope you dig it. I know I do. I get to wear my glasses again. And I could even put on a green shirt if I wanted to. But now let's get to the news. We're starting to see some countries push back against bans on the internal combustion engine. Yesterday, we reported that Japan is trying to eliminate any ZEV mandates with the major G7 countries. And now Germany says it will only back Europe's ICE ban if it includes a provision to allow for CO2-neutral fuels, i.e. synthetic fuels. The EU wants to end ICE sales by 2035. And while German automakers are spending big to transition to EVs, they are still heavily reliant on the sales and profits from piston-powered vehicles. Volkswagen is selling off part of Electrify America to Siemens. That's the EV charging network that VW was forced to build as part of its settlement with the U.S. government over its diesel emission cheating. VW will take the money it gets from Siemens and invest another $450 million into the network. The plan is to more than double Electrify America's network in the U.S. and Canada to 1,800 locations and 10,000 chargers by 2026. And it's easy to see why VW is selling off a stake in the charging company. According to a study by Alex Partners, it will take 20 to 25 years for the average fast charging station to pay off its initial investment if it charges market prices for electricity. Could we finally be at the beginning of the end of the chip shortage? Volkswagen CEO Herbert Dees says the chip shortage will ease up for the automaker and he expects production will ramp up quickly in the second half of the year. He said it will help VW close the gap with Tesla and put it on track to become the number one EV maker in the world by 2025. There are a few key reasons to start a business in Michigan. First of all, it's the talent. Second, Michigan is wired for winning. Third, the ecosystem here is really focused on supporting businesses in the market. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Scheffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Ford is taking the Bronco brand to Europe and it's going electric. Auto Forecast Solutions reports that a BEV version of the Bronco Sport will start rolling down the production line in Spain in January of 2026. It looks like it's going to be made on a modified version of its current platform, which is also used as the basis for the Mustang Mach-E. But Ford's electric offensive in Europe doesn't stop there. A medium-sized CUV based on Volkswagen's MEB platform goes into production in Germany late next year. And it will start making all-electric versions of the Puma and Transit Courier, its small commercial van, in Romania in about two years from now. China continues to make copycat versions of some of the most popular vehicles in the history of the industry. The first are a direct ripoff of the VW Beetle, 
called the Punk Cat and Ballet Cat, they're EVs that are marketed under the Aura brand, which is part of Great Wall. They look a little goofy with four doors, and the Ballet Cat, which is marketed toward women, has a slightly different headlight shape. But there's no mistaking these from their inspiration. The other vehicle copies the classic Mini. The Beijing S-Tech Technology Company filed patents for a new EV that clearly has ties to the original Mini. As you would expect, both VW and BMW are considering legal action over these ripoffs. Like Volkswagen, the Hyundai Group could be in trouble for using defeat devices in diesel engines. Reuters reports that German authorities raided Hyundai and Kia over suspicions they installed illegal software in over 210,000 diesel vehicles. The software is said to come from Bosch and Delphi, and the companies say they're working with authorities. We want to know what drives your testing. OTA, connected car, diagnostics, remote testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. Cadillac says it will go all-electric by 2030, and the Lyric is the first EV in its lineup to kick off the transformation. Last week at the media launch, we got to drive it extensively, and here's our impressions. Right now, you can only get the rear-drive version. It comes with a 102-kilowatt-hour battery pack that delivers 312 miles of driving range. It also has 340 horsepower and 324 pound-feet of torque. That delivers a sub-six-second zero-to-sixty run, which is more than adequate. But it doesn't deliver that, oh my gosh, kind of EV acceleration that we've come to expect. When the all-wheel drive version comes out early next year, it will provide 500 horsepower and 442 pound-feet of torque. And it does zero to 100 kilometers an hour in 4.9 seconds. The cabin of the Lyric is impressively quiet. In fact, it may be the quietest EV we've driven so far. One reason is that Cadillac placed accelerometers at each corner of the vehicle. They measure road inputs and send a signal to the noise cancellation system to eliminate high-frequency noise via the superb AKG sound system. The interior is extremely well-crafted and dominated by its giant 33-inch screen with 9K resolution. It's one big giant screen, not two separate ones that are made to look like one, which is what most other automakers are doing. In fact, there is not one carryover part on this SUV. All the switchgear, controls, and components are brand new, and it shows. The attention to detail is impressive. But there are a few things we did not like about the Lyric. There's a lot of bright work under the display screen on the center of the dash, and while it's beautiful to look at, in a lot of driving situations, the sunshine reflecting off of it can be blinding. We also ran into a lot of connectivity problems trying to pair a couple of phones to the Lyric, and the nav system proved remarkably unreliable, even when trying to use Android Auto. Cadillac says there's a software fix coming, 
but it sure is late in the game to have connectivity problems. One feature we did like, and we'll probably see this spread to other EVs, is using the left-hand steering wheel paddle to activate regen braking. Other automakers do this too, but they typically have two or three settings or detents, while on the Lyric, it's continuous and pressure sensitive. The more you pull on the paddle, the more aggressive the regen becomes, all the way to a three and a half G complete stop. It's a simple nuance that gives drivers more control on the amount of regen they want. Out on the road, the Lyric rides and handles well, thanks to a near 50-50 weight distribution, a double wishbone front suspension, and a five-link rear, as well as smart frequency dampers. It rides firmly, though the instant you hit rough pavement or corner hard, it stiffens up noticeably. The Lyric is on sale now for just under 60 grand, but good luck trying to get one. It's completely sold out until the 2024 model year but Cadillac is taking orders for the 2024 model, which is priced at $60,000 for the rear drive model and $64,000 for all-wheel drive. And it is confident it can hold on to those prices even while others are raising the prices of their EVs. And one cool thing we want to point out is that Cadillac used hydrogen fuel cells from GM Hydrotech to recharge the lyrics for the media launch. The fuel cells powered level three DC fast chargers with 60 kilowatts of continuous power. No noisy diesel generators, no fumes, and since the byproduct of fuel cells is water, the Hydrotech engineers ran a hose to a nearby garden. But that's a wrap for today. Thank you for joining us. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, solutions for your journey. Intrepid Control Systems, over-the-air engineering, boost your game. Scheffler, we pioneer motion. And by the Michigan Economic Development Corporation.